Okay, welcome everyone to the first edition of the Steam and Steve Hand Review. Coming to you from beautiful sunny Florida. Hope you can see out there. It's a beautiful day here in Florida. And speaking of sunny, I don't know if any of you saw the total solar eclipse yesterday. I drove up to South Carolina, checked it out. Really cool, amazing, words cannot describe experience. April 8th, 2024 is the next one. I would highly recommend catching it. And amazingly, I did not play any poker on this trip, which for those of you that know me, I travel a lot and I always hit new card rooms, especially to add new chips to my poker chip collection. In fact, I was just the week before last up in Prince Edward Island um, in Canada, and I went to the Red Shores Casino up there in card room and, and uh, played a little poker up there, and that was a new chip I just added. But um, no poker on this trip, didn't even think about poker, maybe for a slight moment when the moon eclipsed the sun, it did look like a giant poker chip, but just beyond that, I did not think about poker the whole trip, which was amazing for me. So I'm gonna be doing a hand review here of hand, a hand that was submitted by one of our users to the advancedpokertraining.com forum. At the end of the video, I'll show you how to submit your own hand if you'd like to get it reviewed. And uh, quickly, what's new at APT, we have a new Beat the Pro Challenge coming out this week from Ed Miller. Uh, we have the, uh, the new forum, which I just mentioned, which is a great way to get feedback uh, from your fellow APT members. And also we're launching some leaderboards soon. We also have some new tournaments. If you're into playing our live tournaments, we now have a six max tournament every week. We have 14 tournaments every week, a couple of six max tournaments, some heads up tournaments, and we have a brand new shootout format as well, which is really cool. If you've never played a shootout before, you have to take all the chips from everyone at your table before moving on to the final table. So it's a little bit different than a typical tournament, but it's a lot of fun. Okay, so let's take a look at this hand. It's been posted by user Atlin to the Advanced Poker Training Forum. And uh, he says, I'm sure I went wrong somewhere. This wasn't a huge loss, but how can I lose less on this hand? Thanks for any help, Larry. Okay, Larry, let's take a look and see what you got here. Uh, we have a 2-5 uh, game, and we're playing 6 max. The stacks are about 100 big blinds deep. It's folded around to the cutoff, who opens for 15. And our hero is on the button with Ace-10 of hearts. And our hero just called here, and I like that play. I think it's probably clear to everyone that we're not going to fold here. So the question is, do we call or do we three bet? There are lots of reasons just to call here. Uh, first of all, let's go and look at our opponent's range. And you might even want to pause the video here and try this on your own. Um, I'm going back to the uh, Advanced Poker Training member page here. And if you go under Tools and Games, you can pull up our Winning Odds tool. And uh, we can go ahead and put in Ace-10 for us here. There we go. And now we can click this range button over here and enter a range of hands for the villain. So villain opened first in from the cutoff in a six max game. Uh, there, most people are gonna be opening any pair, any Broadway card from there. Uh, they'll probably open any ASEX suited, a few more of these, some suited connectors here, um, probably down to that. Um, yeah, maybe even a few more, maybe even a couple of those. and. Something like something like this. And so as you can see, if you look at the bottom here, we're up to virtually 25% of all starting hands, which I think is reasonable for a, for a cutoff opening range in six max. 
So this is what we're up against here. And if we click OK, we'll see that our hand, ace-10 of hearts, is going to win over 55% of the time against that range. So, so again, we're definitely not folding here. If we do three bet, of course, what's going to happen is the villain is going to ditch some of the worst hands here in their range and only call us with the hands that are ahead of us. We also might get four bet, and that's really going to be a shame to have to throw away this really nice hand when we get four bet, but that's what we'll have to do. Personally, if I were going to three bet here, I'd rather have something like Jack Eight of Hearts. That's the kind of hand that it's well disguised when we three bet. And if we do get four bet, we just throw it away and it's not a big loss. But Ace Ten of Hearts, we hate to waste it. Uh, next, how is our decision to either call or three bet going to affect the blinds? Well, the, the blinds are going to be getting, especially the big blind, is going to be getting some pretty nice odds to, to call and see a flop here with us. Uh, that's fine with us. We have a hand that loves to play multi-way. We can make a Broadway straight. We can make the nut flush. It's a great multi-way hand. So we have no problem with one or both of the, the blinds coming along to play as well. So yet another reason why calling is preferable here. And finally, we're in position. And when you're in position, the faster all the chips go in, the less your value of position is. Obviously, once you're all in, being in position isn't worth anything anymore. So um, we, have, we have reason to keep the pot small for now, keep the relative stacks as deep as possible. That will increase the value of our position on the flop. So for all these reasons, uh, calling is the correct play here. Okay, so both of the blinds fold. So there's $37 in the pot now. We go to the flop, which is five of hearts, seven of spades, queen of spades. So uh, the, he, uh, the villain checks to us. This doesn't tell us a lot about what she has. She could have totally missed the flop and just decided not to make a continuation bet this time. She could have flopped a set of queens and be trying to trap us or anything in between those two extremes. Maybe she has pocket nines and is planning to check call. So what do we have? Well, we have a backdoor flush draw and an overcard and a backdoor Broadway straight draw as well. Some people like to bet this, but personally, I prefer to check. Uh, the preflop raiser is not going to check fold this flop very often. And by checking it, we give ourselves a chance to pick something up on the turn. Uh, let's say the jack of hearts falls, and then we've picked up a really strong draw, or an ace could fall, and we can make top pair on the turn. But right now, we don't really need a semi-bluff. Semi really, the other reason is because we might have the best hand right now. If we had something like 9-8 of hearts, I would be more apt to bet that, because not only does that have a stronger draw because it's got the gut shot, but... We have no showdown value when we have 9-8 of hearts. We cannot win the showdown without improving. There's no way we can showdown 9 high. So we're more compelled to bet with something like 9-8 of hearts. But here, uh, we have the potential to win the showdown without improving. So I like just checking this through. Our hero does that as well. So I think he played it right here as well. So the nine of hearts comes on the turn, and we do pick up the nut flush draw. The cutoff bets into us this time, bets $34, which is nearly the size of the pot. And we're not folding the nut flush draw here with an overcard as well. Our hero just called, and I think that's the best play here as well. 
Raising is a little bit overzealous here. She might have been trapping us with some, some big hand on the flop and now decided to bet it on the turn. And if that's the case, we're going to get re-raised by her. Uh, possibly she'll just shove. And then we're going to have to throw away a really nice draw here. And, and it would be a shame to do that. So I think some people raise here for the same reason they bet the flop, because they hate to pass up semi-bluffing opportunities. But by calling, uh, we have the chance to make our draw. Or we could make a pair of aces, make top pair, and we could win with that. And additionally, we aren't giving up our right to bluff at the river. You know, uh, a spade could fall. A spade could be a good bluff card for us on the river. Or even something like a you know an eight of clubs. I mean, look at how many draws an eight of clubs could complete. We could have, uh, you know, we could have seven, six possibly, or you know, jack ten. I guess jack ten would be more likely. You know, that would which would be something we would call the turn bet here. And then uh, that would have completed our... So if she, bottom line is if she checks the uh, river to us, we have a lot of bluffing opportunities potentially. And calling keeps our options open and gives us the chance to make our draw, which we might lose if we raise here. So all in all, I think calling is the, is the best play here as well. So the river card is the Ten of Diamonds, which is a really interesting card because it gives us middle pair, well, second pair, top kicker. And there's 191 in the pot after the villain bets $86. So the villain bet a little more than three quarters the size of the pot. It's 191 in the pot, 86 to us. We need to win about roughly 30% of the time here to make this call profitable. So our hero does call, and to be honest, my gut instinct is I don't like this call. I think we're going to win 15 20% of the time. I just don't think we're going to win 30% of the time here. I, I think it's real easy to call off $86 here because you've come this far in the hand, and now we got second pair. But um, when we really go look back at the villain's uh, initial hand range here, I don't see a lot that we can beat anymore. And the crux of why I say that is I don't think the villain, the cutoff, is going to be betting any one pair hands that we can beat at this point. So looking at this initial range, what are some one pair hands that we can actually beat that the villain would value bet, maybe make a thin value bet with? Maybe jack 10 or, or king 10? Uh, well, first of all, we have a blocker. We have the 10 in our hands. That's a blocker to those hands. And would the villain really bet more than three quarters of the pot? If you're really trying to get a little bit of value out of a marginal hand like that, wouldn't the villain bet more like 50, you know, you know half the pot? So uh, I don't see the villain making a bet that big in, in general, not even betting those hands for value. Those would be check calling hands, in my opinion. So I don't see any one pair of hands we can beat that the cutoff would bet at this point. So what about some total bluffs? What about King Jack? No, well, King Jack just got lucky and made a straight. What about Ace King? Maybe Ace King? Again, we have an ace in our hand. That is a blocker, uh, an ace blocker, so that makes a difference right there. Maybe Ace King would be a, a bluffing hand that possibly the villain could have played this way. She checked the flop through and then decided to go, you know, bluff two streets with it. Maybe. 
that's one of the only hands. Otherwise, you know, you look at this range here, and there's just not a lot of hands that have not at least made a pair. And remember, the uh, my original argument was that uh, the villain is not going to bet one pair of hands here. She's generally going to check call those. So um, if you look at the way this board ran out, there's just not a lot left that hasn't at least made a pair. So we can't find many bluffing hands. Now, on the flip side, what about value hands that we're behind? Yes, there are plenty of those. As we said, she could have slow played something on the flop, pocket fives, pocket sevens, um, could add pocket nines that would have checked the flop maybe and then made a set on the turn. What about ace-queen? Sure, uh, some people will get a little nervous with ace-queen and say, hey, I don't, I don't think I can really bet three streets with ace queen with top pair top kicker here so I'm going to take a little chance and try to check the flop through and then try to get two streets of value on the turn in the river it's not necessarily a bad way to play it although a little risky but it certainly worked out in this case so ace queen is a possibility king jack we talked about before would have made a straight 10-9 suited would have now made two pair lots of possible value hands that uh, that that would that the villain would be betting for value here. So the bottom line is there's plenty of realistic value hands, not many bluffing combos. So when you look at all the combinations, it's so many more value hands than than bluffs. So I think the only improvement I would make on the way our hero played this hand would be to fold this river. And I think we could save ourselves $86 here. So thank you, Larry, for submitting this hand. So I'm going back to edit this video because I realized I failed to show you the conclusion of the hand. And the villain shows us Queen Jack offsuit, so she flopped top pair with a decent kicker, but she correctly assessed the fact that that hand wasn't strong enough to bet all three streets, so she decided to take a chance and check the flop to us. I don't believe she was going to check raise us on the flop, was probably just going to check call. When we check the flop through, she bet turn and bet river, probably maximized the amount she could win off of us in this hand, but of course we could have saved some money by folding the river, at least I believe so. So real quickly, let me show you how to submit your own hand if you'd like to have it reviewed. And I'm gonna go over here to, here is your member control panel on advanced poker training. And under this tab here that says reports and history, you'll be able to see all of your saved hands. This is every hand you've ever played on Advanced Poker Training. So you go in here, find a trouble hand. You can use the uh, search feature here to find it. And once you've found that hand, all you need to do is hit this post button. And this post button here will post it right into the forum for you. All you have to do, it'll ask you here the subject. You can say, what could I have done better here? And then just give a little more details right here. That's all you have to do. Click the OK button. It'll post it right into the forum. And you'll start to get replies from people here at APT or other APT members. And we might choose it for our hand review for the next episode. So that's all for now. I hope to see you next time.